Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today is an awesome day. Today is Saturday, October 25, 2009, and we are we are coming to you today from the beautiful uh, edifice of at 1600 Agape Way at uh, Great Faith Ministries Atlanta. I'm doing a show on location today. Um, just a this is just a great time to be alive, and I'm excited about what's getting ready to happen today. People, we have a dynamic show planned for you today. But before we go any further, let me do what is necessary. I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit that we all get so that we all get what He He has for us today. I thank each and every one of you for coming out each and every week because I know that you don't have to come here and you don't have to listen to this show. But each week you choose to come back and I'm absolutely honored that you come back. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for continuing to to support creating a championship standard of living at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday live. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I I don't take this for granted. I don't take you for granted. And before we go any further, I want to play. I want to play something for you. It's it's just on my heart. This song means a lot to me. I want to play it for you. I want to play this song for you, and I'll be right back.
Hello, I apologize. We've been having some technical difficulties. I thank you for bearing with me. We're still on the air. This is Creating the Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Uh, thank you for bearing with us. We, uh, we have been experiencing some te- technical difficulties, but we're still here. We're still with you, and we're going to continue on with the show. Uh, the show must go on just like it does in, uh, in Hollywood or uh, on, on Broadway. So uh, we're going forward with the show. So. And we're going to go with our envisioning training for today. And as you know, each week I tell you that loving and enjoying what you do is, is vital to life. In life, it is very important to have things that you are passionate about. In fact, it is the things that you are passionate about that will empower you to endure any how that is required for the attainment of your desires. And what I want you to do is I want you to, to allow your mind to, to be open for the, the, the lesson that we're going to have today and all the dynamic things we want to present to you today. So I want you to get in your mind a picture of what your life truly should look like. What, your life, what does your, should your life truly look like? Imagine your life as an IMAX screen. Imagine your life on an IMAX screen. Full details. Full everything. I want you to envision, fully envision, fully envision. Hello. We seem to be experiencing several, several pieces of technical difficulty here. Uh, my phone lines have been going in and out, and I actually just got cut off twice, and I do apologize for this. Um, people, we're here. I'm here with you. Hello, people. I'm here with you. I apologize again. Uh, we're going to try this again. Loving and enjoying what you do. Life is important. It's an, and life is important to love and enjoy what you do. As I just you know, said recently, in fact, it's very important is that the, the things you're passionate about, it's important to have things that you're passionate about because the things that you're passionate about will empower you to endure any how that is required for the attainment of your desires. So before we go any further, I want you to open your mind uh, to receive this, this dynamic lesson we have for you today. I want you to, to get your, your mind in the open and receiving mode. So with that in mind, I want you to picture in your mind what you want your life to truly look like. What should your life look like? Picture that. Picture it like on an IMAX screen with full details. Now that you have that picture of what your life should look like, and it's in full detail, I want you to fully embrace the emotions that that picture brings. Embrace the, the feelings of success, of being a champion, of winning, things of that nature. Now, I want you to repeat after me. 
I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good, free and unfettered right now. And now that we, we've done that, people, I want to take you to a motivational moment. And this uh, motivational moment is called being true to yourself. It's, it's a, a snippet from a, sh- a previous show, but I, I, what I do now is I take snippets of, our, of the previous show that we have together and the, the most dynamic moments. I put them together and set them to dynamic music. Uh, enjoy, and I'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to, um, to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I, uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are, we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which is, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one. And I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem. They battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves. They they, they struggle to to really find their way in the world. And they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok things like that and the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image how could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you're less than than, than great you're less than phenomenal you're less than the best if you truly when you truly know who you are when you truly know who you are when you truly know what you are Nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's, that's a part. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something 
contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe, in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he creates you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the Creator. Hello, and we're back. Again, I thank you uh, for bearing with me on this uh, on this call. This is a dynamic show we have planned tonight, and I'm not going to let anything stop it. Um, I believe in the power of prayer, and if, if you're out there right now, you can hear this show. I want you to pray for this show because this show is going to go forth with power and with might because this show was ordained not by Miles W. Miller but by God because this is this show is designed to help somebody and we're gonna we're gonna have a dynamic turnout tonight, people. We're gonna have a dynamic show. I take authority over the airwaves now in the name of Jesus Christ and we're gonna go forward with power and, and, and God's might because somebody's gonna get healed and set free today from whatever it is they're going through and, and nothing that's coming against this show is gonna stop it. So we're gonna go we're gonna go forward with power. And so I apologize, I repent for anything I did wrong and, and we're gonna move forward because this is this show is meant to empower women. It's meant to, to to set people in a place where they can they can flourish and, 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 and live the life of their dreams. And we're not going to let anything come against that. We're not going to let anything come against that. So if you're out there and you hear hear this show right now, I want you to pray and intercede for, for a dynamic move because we're going to have a dynamic move. We're not going to get stopped. We're not going to be stopped tonight. So moving forward, we're going we're gonna to go forward again, like I said, with authority and power and might. I'm going to give you the divine intervention for the week. You know, each week I give you a divine intervention or a scripture from the Bible that uh, I feel is, is uh, dynamic and, and, and empowering. And this week's divine intervention is, is a repeat, but it still conveys the message of what we're trying to accomplish today. And it reads, we're going to, it is 1 John 4 and 4 from the New American Standard Bible. And it reads, you are from God little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is within you than he that is in the world. I'll repeat that. You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. 
That means, people, that the power of God is inside of you. The power of God is inside of you. The power of God is inside of you. It's greater than anything you'll ever face, anybody that ever comes against you, anything anybody can ever say about you, anything that can ever happen, any circumstance. God is greater than the circumstance, any circumstance you'll ever face, no matter what the situation looks like. Hey, we're in the middle of the fourth quarter comeback. No matter what the situation looks like, I don't care if, if you're down by 25 points and it's two minutes left in the game, baby, you still got a chance to come back. Because God has not counted you out. There's time left in the game, and anything can happen. All things are possible to him that believes. We, we, we are champions. We are champions, no matter what the situation looks like. Hey, look, just like what's been going on tonight with this radio show and my phone call, I see a lot of my callers, even some of the guests, have been getting kicked off the line. But champions do what champions do. Champions get back up. See, because the canvas is no place for a champion to be. We, we, you, you heard me say that before, uh, a, a, a great quote from Les Brown who quoted Muhammad Ali. The canvas is no place for a champion to be. And when you realize that God is inside of you, nothing's impossible to you. No, no force, no, no demonic force, no nothing that would ever come against your destiny, nothing that would ever come against your promise could ever be greater than the power of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Remember that when you go forward, when you receive this message today, remember that greater is he that is in you than anything that is in this world. Greater is God in you than anything you'll ever see in this world. Any circumstances, nothing. Greater is God in you. Greater is God in you. So we're going to keep moving forward. Uh, the presidential wisdom for this week, each week I give you a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's presidential wisdom states, this is the source of our confidence. The knowledge that God calls on us to shape an uncertain destiny. This is the source of our confidence. The knowledge that God calls on us to shape an uncertain destiny. I'll repeat that one more time. This is the source of our confidence, the knowledge that God calls on us to shape an uncertain destiny. And that is our presidential wisdom for this week from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And moving forward in the show, we have a, a commercial. A small, we're going to take a small commercial break. Um, stay tuned. we got some dynamic stuff planned for you. Again, this is uh, Creative Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and we are going forth with power and might today. Hold on, and I'll, I'll be right back. Coming soon to Make It Happen Radio. George Frazier says your network determines your network. The great communicator. Who do you allow to be in your ear? Les Brown. What kind of relationships are you developing? Are they an asset to you or they are a liability? Do they elevate your spirits or do they tear you down? October 29th, 6.30 Central. Tune in. We get two types of people. Nourishing people and toxic people. Nourishing people, they bring the best out of you. They encourage you. They inspire you. They hold you accountable. Toxic people, they are critical people. Always telling you what you can't do. Always measuring your possibilities based upon their failures. My mother said, never let anybody tell you what you can't do, son, especially if they haven't done it.
And that is a commercial from our, uh, our our partner and friend, Mr. J.L. Godfrey of Make It Happen Radio. And tune in to Make It Happen Radio this Thursday, this Thursday, October 29, 2009. A dynamic moment is getting ready to take place. Uh, with J.L.'s fourth quarter comeback movement, um, he, he's, he's partnered with me on the, for the fourth quarter comeback movement, and he, he has been able to 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 – do something dynamic, people. He actually has the motivator. That's right. The motivator, Les Brown, will be on Make It Happen Radio this Thursday. And you don't want to miss this dynamic interview. Uh, uh, I can personally vouch that Les Brown is a dynamic person. I can personally vouch that J.L. Godfrey is a dynamic person. So you put these two people together in the same room, baby, you don't know what can happen. So I would, I would not miss that show. Go to and listen to that show on Thursday at 6.30 Central Standard Time. Uh, for more information, go to jlgodfrey.com. That's J-L-G-O-D-F-R-E-Y.com. And just go there and listen to that. Be a part of that, that history in the making. Well, we want to move forward in the show. Uh, like I said, today has been – I've been a little challenged here, and this is something that's never happened to me before, so it, it kind of caught me off guard But I, from being around when it happened to some of my other uh, friends and, and and, and colleagues on, on Blog Talk, um, I'm able to to stand. And what a champion does is, 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 and no matter how hard you get hit, you got to keep getting back up. No matter what what the what's in the ring, no matter what you're going up against, you got to keep getting up. You got to keep fighting back. And we're we're here helping you create a championship standard of living. So I'm gonna always tell you how to get back up and how to how to, you know if you get punched, get back up. You go if you get hit, get back up. Keep fighting. Don't stop fighting. The fight's never over. The fight is never over until until you win. The fight is never over until you win. So we're we're gonna move forward. And to all my my lady friends out there who have been so anxiously waiting for this show today, because I've been talking about this show for weeks since I had to had in my spirit to to do it. We're gonna go right into it. I had some more things planned, but I wanna. You know, I feel I'm, I'm on fire right now, so we're going we gonna to go get this. We, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if there's anybody who, any woman who you know needs to hear this show, get her on this line right now because we, we're getting ready to, there's going to be a, a dynamic move for, for your friends, your mothers, your daughters, your sisters, your cousins, your nieces. Because time out, it's time out for, for, for God's daughters being treated like crap. It's time out for that. Somebody's got to take a stand. I'm taking a stand today. So we're going to go into this lesson, and I, I, I want you to have your spirit open to what we're getting ready to talk about and what I'm getting ready to read to you. I'm going to read to you a passage from, from uh, Mark chapter 5, verses 36 through 43. And I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. It reads, Overhearing but ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, be not seized with alarm and stuck, excuse me, and struck with fear. Only keep on believing. And what it, let me and let me give you a, a let me set the table for you. What had just happened is that a little girl had just passed away, and the people in the temple were were just erratic. Because this little girl had just passed away, 
And it, when when Jesus was notified of it, he didn't panic at all. He's like, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." So I'm, I'm so I just set the table there for you. So you see where we're going with this. So and we continue to read at verse 37. And he permitted no one to accompany him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the ruler of the synagogue, he looked carefully and with understanding at the tumult and the people weeping and wailing loudly. And he, and when he had gone in, he said to them, Why do you make an uproar and weep? The little girl is not dead, but is only sleeping. And they laughed, and they jeered at him. But he put them out, he put them all out. And taking the child's father and mother and those who were with him, he went in where the little girl was lying. Gripping her firmly by the hand, he said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is translated, Little girl, I say to you, arise from the sleep of death. And instantly the little girl got up and started walking around, for she was 12 years old. And they were utterly astonished and overcome with amazement. And he strictly commanded and warned that no one should know of this, and he expressly told them to give her something to eat. Talitha Kumi. Talitha Kumi. Talitha Kumi. Little girl, I say to you, arise. We're in this situation, young ladies, I say to you, arise. For what the enemy meant for, for, for bad, for what the enemy meant to destroy you, God is going to use for your good. So today we, we say to you, arise. That which came to kill you, that which came to destroy you, will be used as part of your testimony. And I'm speaking to somebody now. You, you may have gone through trials and tribulations that, that when people in the world hear of it, they may try to cast you off. Somebody may have had an abortion. Somebody may have got caught in fornication. Somebody may have been in an adulterous relationship. Somebody may have done something despicable. Somebody may have done something that they live to regret. And I'm going to give you eight steps today to arise from that slumber. Because God still loves you. God, it is God's desire that none of us miss the promise that he has for us. And he, that's why he's long-suffering with us. And he gives us an opportunity to get it right with him. So I'm going to give you eight steps to arise to your promise. This is specifically for my, for my ladies because I know the things you go through, and some things aren't, aren't always cool. Some things aren't always great. Some things you may have done, some of the things that, that have happened, you may have caused a mistake. But today... The very thing that, that has, has kept you in a slumber state, I say to you, arise. Young lady, arise today because you are meant for some dynamic stuff. You are meant to shape some dynamic things. You are meant to, to turn this world around. And today you're gonna, we're going to give you the keys for your empowerment. So as I go forward, I'm going to give you eight steps to arise to your promise. Eight steps to arise to your promise. The very, very first step in arising to your promise, ladies, is to stay committed 
to a lifestyle of prayer and meditation. Stay committed to a lifestyle of prayer and meditation. Stay committed to a lifestyle of prayer and meditation. I believe it is utterly important that in being a, being spiritual beings, because we all we all are spiritual beings, it is very, very important to understand what our Creator says about us. Again, I've, I've said this many times, if, if I have a Ford Motor Vehicle and I take it to a GM dealership, they can work on it, but how much easier is it for a Ford dealer to work on that car because they manufactured the car? When in doubt, always refer to the owner's manual. When in doubt, take the car to a mechanic that knows how to service that vehicle. Same is true about your life. There may have been some mistakes made. You may have made some mistakes, but God wants to commune with you. Continue to pray. Continue to meditate on his word. You see, the thing about it is some of the things you've done, some of the things that may be going on in your life may be factual. But God's word is truth, and truth can rewrite a fact. Let me repeat that. Truth can rewrite a fact if you allow it. So after you, you know you're, you're, you really have in your mind to commit to a lifestyle of prayer and meditation, the next step is repentance. Repentance. Step number two. Or key number two for arising to your problems is repentance. Repentance is basically saying if 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 there's anything I've done wrong, I accept responsibility for it, and I take it to God and I say, God, Father, forgive me for what I have sinned. Not to, not necessarily to anybody else, but I go to God in 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 my prayer closet and say, Father, I have sinned. I fall short of your glory. Guess what? He promises this. If we can confess our sins, then he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And guess what? The moment you confess, it's instantaneously wiped clean. The slate is wiped clean. So at that point, it's, it's, you're given authority to walk in a new beginning. So repentance is a very powerful tool. And it's it's very vital for you to arise from that slumber. So you, you commit yourself to a lifestyle of prayer. You repent of anything you may have done wrong. Key number three to arise to your promise is forgiveness. 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 Forgiveness is one of those things that people underestimate. It's a very powerful, very, very, very powerful thing. Very powerful. And what's so powerful about forgiveness is that if somebody has wronged you, it does you no good to hold the remembrances of that of that wrong. See, holding unforgiveness is like holding a bottle. Of, it's like containing acid. The, the the bottle that contains acid, the bottle actually contains the acid. Is the acid actually does more damage to the container that holds it than it does to the thing it's poured out on. So you wonder why a lot of people are walking around with sicknesses and illnesses. Unforgiveness 
can sh- literally shut your body down. It can make your body toxic. Diseases thrive in toxic areas. They, divide, they, they thrive in toxic bodies. So unfor- you start, you see some people, they start forgiving people. They start forgiving people of, of, of the things that, that may have been done against them to hurt them, and their health may start improving. Because unforgiveness is, is, is very, very draining, and it, 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 it takes from you. And here's the thing about it. The person that you may have to forgive probably doesn't even deserve it. But it's more for you than it is for them anyway. The person who probably, who probably caused you to harm probably doesn't even care. But it's more for you than it is for them. You're not letting them off the hook because God said, vengeance is mine. So you're in covenant with him. There's nobody that's going to come against you and get away with it. You don't, have to, you don't have to repay anybody anything. If somebody wants to, to, to come against you, to destroy you, let go of it. Let God have it. He said, cast your cares upon me. In, in, in First Peter, he said, cast your cares upon me for, before I, because I care for you. Let it go. Because repentance is God's forgiveness on you. You being forgiving how much more can you forgive anybody else if God can forgive you? Because if you start adding up everything you've done, then it, it, you can understand that, hey, I can see why somebody would hold a grudge against me too. But again, like I said, some of the things that you may have gone through, the person that, that you need to forgive may not even deserve to be forgiven. But forgive them anyway. Bless them anyway. God wants us to bless our enemies anyway. Pray for them anyway. So we're moving forward, and I'm giving you three keys to arouse your problems. I'm giving you a fourth key. The fourth key is self-affirmation, self-affirmation, self-affirmation. Self-affirmation is important, ladies, because so many times, you know, the way, the, the way things are set up in media, the way things are set up, you know, the way our society has, has allowed things to happen, there's an all-out war on your psyche, Marketing dollars are designed to to play on your emotions and to make you think that you're you're fat or make you think you're too skinny or to make you think your lips are too small or make you think that you know because you you're a black woman and you have hips that there's something wrong with it or because you may be a white woman and some things people culturally don't accept things about you that you got to change yourself and, and people are getting plastic surgery killing themselves destroying their 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 temple because they don't feel strong inside themselves. Sometimes, you know, like even the scripture said, David said, I have to, he encouraged himself. You have to encourage yourself. You have to talk to, you have to talk to yourself up. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm the first, not the last. I'm the lender, not the borrower. Keep affirming yourself, ladies. I'm beautiful. I'm lovely. I'm gorgeous. Just you look at yourself in the mirror and say that five, six times a day and see what happens versus repeating things that, that may not may be factual but not truthful. Talk to yourself in a very positive way. So you committed to prayer and meditation. You've repented. You've forgiven anybody who needs to be forgiven. You are have you are self affirming now. The fifth key to arise to your promise is to seek wise counsel. 
Seek wise counsel. Seek wise counsel. There's safety in, 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 in the there's safety in the, in the council of elders. The more wise people you have around you, the more wise people you have around you, the more wise people you have around you, I say it three times, the more wise people you have around you, the more wise people you have around you, the more favor comes in your life. Because guess what? Uh, uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch says is that experience is gathered one of two ways, either from mistakes or mentors. Experience is gathered one or two ways, either through mistakes or mentors. Having a, a mentor sh- shortens the curve to your success because you don't have to go back and patch up the things you, made, you did wrong. You can, you can learn from somebody else's mistakes and move forward. Wise counsel will also keep you safe. Wise counsel can also help you make better decisions. Wise counsel can, can be the difference between life and our death. So it's very important who you're connected to. It's very, very important who you're connected to. So the, and the sixth key to watch your problems is, again, carefully choosing that which you're connected to. Carefully choose that which you're connected to. Carefully choose that which you are connected to. I don't care whether it's a person, a place, or a thing. Ladies, this is very vital. I've, I've had too many friends who have connected themselves to people, to places, or things that did not affirm that which God says about them. And they allowed themselves to be demeaned and demoralized because they were connected to people, places, and things that, did, that wanted them to think less of themselves than what God would say about them. And let me tell you, ladies, there's, there's always – you have to be on the lookout because there, there, there are people out here who have, who have decided they are going to destroy any semblance of your destiny. And they're not, they're not ashamed of what they're going to do. They're not afraid to do what they, what they are going to do, and they don't care. And you have to watch out for that. That's why a wise counsel – can help you make that decision a lot easier, a lot better. So you have to carefully choose where you're going. You have to carefully choose. You have to make sure everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you 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 put put on your body, everything you, you put in your, in your body affirms your life. The seventh key to arise to your promise, ladies, is to challenge the things that you fear. Challenge the things that you fear. Challenge the things that you fear. A lot of times when I, in, with my coaching clients, the, the ladies that, that I coach, a lot of one of the most common factors in their struggles, for instance, is fear. They're afraid. What if, I, I, a lot of people... I got. A, I, I know of friends who would they would go out and party and get drunk and high because their other friends were getting drunk, and getting high, and they didn't want to seem like a fuddy or, or like they weren't the life of the party. So they would they would take on this persona when they were out with this set of friends or quote unquote friends. But this this persona wasn't them 
and it didn't, it didn't affirm them. The whole thing, they got caught up in a lifestyle because they were afraid of rejection. They were afraid of what would people think if I, if I really say what I really feel. A lot of people are in, relationships, are in bad relationships today because they're, they're, they're connected to somebody who they don't want to be with them no more, but they're afraid of what happens if I let go and I, I have absolutely nothing. At least I got something here. This person may be abusive. This person may, be, you know, may not treat me well, but it's, I, it's something better than nothing. I can't be alone. At least I got something. It's the fear of, of, of the unknown. But I, t- I challenge you today to challenge that thing that you fear. Challenge that thing that has been causing you grief. Challenge that thing that has, has told you you can't be who God said you're supposed to be. Challenge that thing that says that, that you'll never be anything. Challenge it. If it's, if it's telling you the truth, it can, it can produce fruit. But the truth of the matter is, once you make up in your mind that you are going to be who God says you're supposed to be, there is nothing that can stop you from getting to that goal. It, stuff may come to, to hinder you. It may come to distract you. It may come to, to deter you. But once you have made up in your mind, the power of made up mind is, is, is taking on God's power. You know, just to paraphrase something I read uh, in a book from uh, Reverend Ike, the power of God is the power made up mind is the power of God. You've, once you've decided that you're going to do this thing, you have, you have connected yourself to the forces that God has placed in this universe to take you to your destiny. Today I say, choose to be who God says you are. And if you don't know who God says you are, it goes back to the top. Spend time in prayer and meditation asking God, reveal to me, Lord, what you would have me do. Your purpose is, is, is way more important than a boyfriend or, or, or a relationship. Your, your, your purpose is way more important than a location. Your purpose is way more important than the things that come to, to, to deter you from getting to it. Your purpose is important, and you must fulfill your purpose. You must fulfill your purpose. You must fulfill your purpose. That's the problem that many people are facing. A lot of people are dealing with depression because they don't feel like they're fulfilling their purpose. And after you've done all those things, you stand on the most important principle in the New Testament, love. Express love to God. Express love to yourself. Express love for the assignment that God has given you. Express love for anything and anybody who comes in your life. Express love. Express love. Love. Love is forgiving. Love is kind. Love is compassionate. Love is, is affirming. When's the last time you, you told yourself, I love you? When's the last time you felt like you loved yourself? That's an important question to answer. As we go forward with the, with the rest of the show, I want you to, I want to put a challenge out to you. I want you to look, ladies, every lady that hears the show, I want you to look in the mirror for the next 30 days, at least seven times a day. I want you to say, I love you, and point to that image you see in the mirror. I love you. I love you. Tell yourself, I love you more. Tell yourself that. Not in a vain way, but it's just we give honor to a, to the fact that 
God has empowered you to be great. God loves you, so you should you should love yourself. And before I leave from this lesson, I say to you again, Talitha Kumi, young ladies, today arise to your promise. Now this show has gone in a a, a way where I I have really couldn't <laughs> I couldn't explain how some of the things that happened today, and um, I, I thank you for bearing with me, people. Um, like I said, this has just been a this has been a dynamic day. I knew it was going to be a dynamic day. I actually, it seems like I lost one of my my guests, but um, hopefully she can call back in if she if she's still available to do the interview. Um, but what I want to do now is I want to go into the, this interview. Before I go into the interview, I want to say this. Greatness will always be challenged. If you see yourself in the presence of someone who's trying to oppress you, keep you down, understand this. Greatness is always going to be challenged. You Kites don't fly with the wind. They fly against the wind. Adversity is, is that thing that will will make your 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 life great. It's the thing that you have to overcome is what makes you great. It's the size of the enemy that you have to fight that makes you great. See, if there's no Lex Luthor, there's no need for Superman. If there's no real devil, there's no need for Jesus. If there wasn't a real real problem on this earth, there would be no need for you. You were brought on this earth. God put you on this earth to solve a to be a solution to a certain set of problems that nobody else can solve. You're you're you are important to the to the fabric of this universe. And again, I say to you, arise to your promise because you are important. We need you. We need you to be who God called you to be. We need you. Without a shadow of that, we absolutely need you, ladies. We need each and every one of you to 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 be dynamic in what it is you've been called to do. And I pray that this show today will give you hope to be who it is you've been called to be. So now we're going to go forward in, with the interview process here. And my first guest is a dynamic young lady um, over in Birmingham, Alabama. She's just one, two states over. Um, Dynamic young lady. She is the founder and visionary of The Cure, a powerful spirit-filled Bible study centered around the Word of God. And it's their, the mission of The Cure to instill every individual that, that the Word of God is the cure for every situation. Without a shadow of a doubt, without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the show Miss Marie Duff. Hello. Hello Marie, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you Hi. hear me? I hear mm-hmm. you very well. How are you doing this afternoon, sir? I, I am doing phenomenally well. It is an absolute honor to have you on the show, and it is absolutely great to hear your voice. Well, you know what? I thank you um, for the opportunity. I'm definitely honored to be a featured guest, and I thank you for that powerful information that you shared earlier. That is, I mean, we can end the show. I mean, you gave enough information to just set a lot of people free. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, but I thank you. 
and I, I appreciate you. I, I, more importantly, I appreciate you for for enduring and staying with me on this uh this this call today. Another things that have happened, we expected to have happened, but since they did happen, we're still gonna, we're gonna go forward with power because I know you got something dynamic inside of you for these ladies and, and for anybody who listens, actually. Yes, yes, I do, and I'm just gonna flow with you. I'm just gonna dialogue with you, you know. Because one thing, Marie, one thing I wanna I I told you earlier, and I I really feel strongly about this. I feel that a lot of the issue that a lot of the people, a lot of the ladies that I coach. One of the major issues they deal with is bad decision making in re- in regards to relationships with 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 men. Mm-hmm. Could you share a little light on us? How how can we help our sisters? How can how can how can our sisters start making better decisions towards the, the people that they're choosing and attracting to connect to? Well, you know, Miles, it's it everything has a genesis and I'm, I'm sure you agree with me everything has a root yes. and a lot of times we cannot overcome a situation for example uh, my mother passed away about a year ago and of course she you know contributed to raising me but she did not teach me the the the, the, the values of being a lady and acting like a lady if that makes sense to you and Thanks, she buddy. didn't teach she didn't teach me that because no one taught her that you understand? So that's why the Word of God says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. A lot of times the ladies out here, even before I decided to give my life to God and live solely for him, you know, I just did not know. So a lot of my actions span from me just not knowing. So a lot of the ladies that you're dealing with, they're dealing with a root of low self-esteem, a root of rejection, a root of fear, lack of belief in God. We'll say, well, we love God, but our actions show differently. And so what I believe and know that the root is, Miles, is this. A lot of the ladies and all the ladies that's dealing in relationships that's belittling is they really don't know who they are in God. Right. We get our identity from man. You know, we, 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 if we are single, we feel rejected or, um, you know, we are not satisfied in our singleness. And so we feel lonely versus alone. See, like, for example, I have been single um, for four years purposely. Right. Now, I, not only could I have dated someone, but I could have married someone by now. But because right. I know who I am, I refuse to settle. But, see, you can only do that when you know who you are. Can I share something with you, Miles? Please do, please do. <clears throat> Excuse me. I um, did a, a lesson. The very first message that the Spirit of God gave me uh, when I first started the cure on Blog Talk, I mean, not on Blog Talk, but actually started the cure, period, via conference call, the very first lesson that he gave me was this, who does God say that I am? That was the very first lesson. Who does God say that I am? Not man, because a lot of times we try to identify ourselves through what someone else says that we are. And so I want to just, and I'm not going to go long and drawn out, but I do want to highlight this, uh, because that's, that's, once we understand who we are, Miles, we won't allow ourselves right. to experience certain, certain things, certain decisions we will not make. We will not allow right. a person to talk to us any type of way and treat us any type of way. So I just want you to, um, to write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Genesis 1, <clears throat> verse 26 and 27 
and the Lord says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over. So I'm going to start right there. It says, uh, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over. And I'm going to pause right there. When, when we look at image, Mr. Miles Miller, when we look at image, he said, let us make man in our image. Well, what is the image of God? When we think of the person of God, what do we think of? We think of royalty, ruling over, reigning, powerful, unshakable, the head and not the tail, right? Right. Okay, when we look at the word dominion, what does dominion represent? When I look at the word dominion, it means to rule, to control, to dominate, the power of governing, and so right. we are not only are we made in the image of God, but he has given us dominion over. So why do we choose to walk in a defeated posture? If, for example, right. now, you know, I, I share with you, my husband passed away in 2002. Okay. Right. When he passed away in 2002, you know, I remained single. And I ended up meeting someone a couple of years later, and I really thought that he was the one God had the, connected me with. Okay, and I began to pray about this man, but watch this mouth. The Spirit of God began to show me things. Now, although he had the form of what I desired, he was lacking in one area that I should not have been willing to compromise on, if that makes sense to you. I totally understand. And, and, and the Spirit of God was showing me that he is not the one. But you know what happens, Miles? We get in a, a soul tie, and we get right. in a soul tie, we start allowing our flesh to take dominance, you know, to, to rule over the spirit of God. That's right, why the word right. of God says the flesh is always warring with the spirit. And right. so what happened was I came to my senses two years later. And I, this is what I want the ladies to understand is this right here, Miles. Anytime we operate out of the will of God or anytime we disobey, because, you know, partial obedience, a partial obedience is disobedience and disobedience is sin. And any time we operate in partial obedience, what happens is we start beginning to lose time. The devil steals time from us because of the bad decisions that we make. And so here it is, I lost two years, not one, not six months, but I lost two years on a person that God did not even divinely connect me with. Then when I woke up and came to my senses, I asked God to sever that thing and to help me in my emotions. And that's what he did. And ever since then, I, I asked God, I said, God, listen, I need you to show me quickly. I said, never do I want to waste any more time on someone that you have not called me to be with. And let me share another testimony with you on something that recently happened to me. All right? See, okay. we cannot be about just talking. We got to really put actions to it. Yes, See, yes. Faith, faith, faith is acting upon that which you believe. I'm sure you agree with me. Yes. Okay? Yes, I met this gentleman, Miles, and I must say he was really a nice gentleman, right? He had yes. everything that I was looking for, but we had only been talking for like three days, but there was a connection. But you know what okay. I did, Miles? You know what I did? You waited. My, 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 but watch this. Let me tell you what I did, because we got to learn to start praying about everything we do. I called one of my intercessors. And I asked my okay. intercessor to start interceding on, on, in regards to this individual. I didn't go through right. a long, drawn-out situation. I said, hey, listen, I've met a gentleman. I don't know if this is the one God called me to be with, but I need you to pray because if he's not the one, I need God to show me quickly. 
And so I began to pray. Make a long story short, I spoke to the gentleman on Friday. We sat down and we was eating uh, dinner together. But before we met, I felt something in my spirit that was not a good feeling. And when I sat down with him, I said, it's something that I feel, but I just cannot put my hands on it. But he began to tell me that what I was feeling was not nothing dealing with him. And you know what I told right. him out? I told him, I said, listen, and this was probably a month and a half ago. I told him, I said, listen, I said, if it's between you and God, you lose every time. And that, he began to he began to laugh. He began to laugh, Miles. And you know what happened two days later? Two days, not, not three. I said two. Two days later, the Spirit of God showed me something, and guess what I did? Cut it off. I cut him off. <laughs> I cut him. Let me tell you why. It's one thing I learned from my pastor is that the devil is assigned to us to distract us. He's designed right. to distract our mind with cares of the world, distract our time with lust of other things, and distract our priorities with deceitfulness of riches. Right. And if we don't get ourselves in a position and posture to hear from the Spirit of God, all these ladies who are going through these unnecessary mental, just mental warfares of why is he not calling me? Is he with another woman? Why won't this is for the ones that commit adultery? Why won't he leave his wife? All this unnecessary, all this unnecessary stuff. You understand? You know why we're going through a mouth? Because we don't understand who we are. I want everyone to write this down. Second Corinthians 5, verse 20. It states, we are ambassadors for Christ. Right. Do we understand what an ambassador is? I, I looked the word up. It's a diplomatic official of the highest rank sent by one sovereign to another as its resident representative. That means that we are a holy representative for God. So we are a holy representative made in the image of Christ, and he has given us dominion. Then we, why do we choose to walk around so defeated? It's because we're dealing with low self-esteem. We don't trust God. We value man's opinion more than we value, value God's, and that's why we live a defeated life. Miles. Well, well Marie. With that said, how important is purpose? How important is it for a person to, to know their purpose before they make decisions, like a, a relationship? Well, you know what? It's, I heard what my spiritual mother say this, that, and I just got back from California. She was talking about it's good to be in a position of walking in your destiny or walking in your purpose, even if it's not totally fulfilled yet. And the reason why she gave a wonderful example, Miles, um, for teaching purposes, let's pretend as though if you and I were, you were pursuing me, mm -hmm. right? And right. I'm not walking into my purpose yet. And my purpose may be to minister. I, I may be called to pastor, but I'm not, I'm not walking into that yet. Then all of a you all of a sudden you and I connect together, right? And right. you're feeling you're swaying you're somewhat into the word and somewhat out of the word. We first of all we aren't equally yoked, but you know we let the flesh rule over us. So right. what happens is this: all of a sudden I'm called. I accept the call of God on my life, but you have an issue with it because you don't want to be married to a pastor. Do you understand? 
That's what I'm so it's it, so it's good to know what it's good to know what your calling is. But watch this: you may be on the line today, and you may not. You may say, "I don't even know why." You know, God created me. I don't even know what my purpose is. I have no idea. This is what I want to share with you. I, in order to really understand what your purpose is. You have to enter into a posture of relationship, a time like, like Miles, you said earlier, stay committed to a lifestyle of prayer and meditation. Okay, so in order to in order to hear from the Spirit of God, we have to enter in a posture of worship, a time of meditation, a time of prayer, a time of communing with the Holy Spirit. Then He will be able to begin to reveal things to us. Like me, I understand that my calling is people. One dealing with women, another dealing with children. And I can and I understood that even before I really understood what my purpose was, Miles, because my heart every time I saw someone that was not winning, my heart went out to them to wow. the point of tears. So I can, and I say, you know, I got a heart for this. That's how I know that's my purpose. You understand? Yeah. And we have to understand this as well, Miles, and I'm turning it back over to you, is that relationships, it's sort of like getting on the elevator. Relationships will either take you up to the penthouse or take you down to the prison. Wow. <laughs> okay? It'll take wow. you up to the penthouse or it'll take you down to the prison. Now, your relationships can be family, friends, coworkers, or it can be the person that you're choosing to get into a soul tie with. Okay. And our relationships are vital to our success. That's why they're called divine connections. Right. It's not, they're not just connections. These are divine. You are connected to my destiny. And if you are not connected to my destiny, then I need to either cut you off or limit my time that I give to you. Right, right. And, and Marie, ironically, what you said, I've experienced, you know, being that I'm moving in a, in a, in a, in a new season of my life and mm -hmm. moving deeper in ministry. I've actually lost relationships like that. We're not, you know, not lost them because I, you know, it wasn't mine anyway. Because when you do what God is telling you to do and somebody says, well, you know what, uh, that lifestyle doesn't, I don't agree with that lifestyle. Well, they just say, I don't agree with God for you. And that's cool. That's cool. I, I believe just like you were saying, it's, the quicker you find out somebody's not for you, the better. It, it's like the rule of sales. If, you know, 10 out of 100 people are going to say yes. So the quicker you get to know, the quicker you get to the people that's going to say yes. The quicker, it's like this. I, I heard this one day. I was I was praying, and I heard the quicker you hear no, the quicker you get to yes and amen. Mm. The quicker you get to the thing that God has promised you. Mm -hmm. And people, people a lot of times are playing around with people, places, and things that mean them no good, but they got caught up. Now they you know, they got a soul tie where you know Johnny or X Y and Z is paying the bills, and so it's hard to leave now because you know hey if if, if you know hey the rent got to get paid. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and the reason why? Go ahead. So you know, with that, what do you? How do you tell a person? Not so much tell them, but what, what would you? What, what message would you give to a person that is has fighting that battle of? Well, I don't know. I really don't. I don't think this is for me. But I don't have any other choices. What do, What do you tell a, a, a woman, a young lady, that's in a situation like that? I say pray. I say pray and ask God for strength and direction, and and, and I'm going to be transparent with you. <clears throat> before I gave my before I gave my life over to God, I lived a very worldly lifestyle. 
Okay. okay. And um, I'm talking about very worldly. And I, but the be- but the beautiful thing about it is, I still went to church. <laughs> I went to church. I would leave the church and go to the club. Leave the club, go to church, right? And I did this right. for two two years. And I, I remember my pastor asked me a, uh, a question at the time. He said, "Hey, listen, Marie, what type of work do you do?" Right? Well, I was kind of embarrassed to tell him what type of work. You know, I had a street life, so I was embarrassed to tell him what type of work I did. So I didn't tell him. I said, well, Pastor, I prefer not to tell you. And he said, well, you know, I'm a prophet, so I already know what you do. He said, but I, this is what I tell you. He said, uh, if you're too embarrassed to share what you do, then pray and ask God for direction to get out of it. So wow. I began to pray and ask God. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's, it's not that I like the lifestyle, but I didn't like struggle. <laughs> you, you, I understand you, that. You, you, you understand. And so, and so that's where it comes in trusting God. And it, see, a lot of times we trust man more than we do God. That's why we will have a cake daddy. Versus trusting God to pay the mortgage. <laughs> you, 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 you understand? And so when I began to trust God, God turned that thing around, you know. And not only did he right. turn it around, I ended up getting engaged and getting married and and not even having to work. Just went straight to school and, you know, took care of my son and took care of my husband. So God turned that thing around and took care of me, took me totally out of the streets. And then I didn't even have to work. You know, so that was beautiful. But I began to pray because I'm telling you, if you have been, like, for example, if a, if a young lady is on the line this evening and she's been with her, as they would call it, sugar daddy, cake daddy, whomever miles. Um, I don't know where they get the cake and the sugar from. I mean, did they go to a candy store or something? But here's the thing. If they've been in that, if they've been in that relationship for a year, two years, three years, and they're used to this man paying all their bills and giving them money and doing all this stuff, and they're compromising, whether it's through fornication or adultery, it's hard for them to break out of that until they make the decision. Everything we do in life is a decision. Everything. Everything. Your decision is going to cause you to win or lose, period. But I guarantee them one thing, if they will trust God, begin to pray, and if they would trust God and ask God to help me out of this situation, God would do it. He would do it because if he don't do it, his word is a lie. Right. Because right. his word says in Psalms 37, he says that if you commit your work to me and you trust me, I will bring it to pass. Wow. The word of God says that. And so I'm telling you, ladies, and even gentlemen, if you will trust God, he will show up and show out. Because his word does not lie. Even when you think he has not arrived, he has arrived. That that's period. Wow. That that's wow. that's period. Wow. Miles. Wow, I'm I'm sitting here, you know, taking notes on my mouth. I'm like, wow, I'm just dropping bombshells here. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but Reed, Reed, do do this for me. Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there right now that is in the middle of a the struggle of their lives. And I, I'm just telling you what I feel. There's somebody out there in the struggle of their lives. They need direction. They need some. They need to know somebody cares. And I think they're going to hear this podcast, and it's going to be the thing that breaks them loose. They need to know that somebody who's been where they've been and has come out of where they've been successfully, has successfully come out of that place they've been, could could give them insight on how to get to the place that God has promised them. Um, but this is how I want you to do it. I want you to pray for them. I want I want you to to pray and ask God to give you something for him. Amen. So, um, 
this is what I would have for any individual on the line that may be struggling in an area of their life. Um, and we all experience life, but um, a lot of things that we experience, we uh, bring it on ourselves simply solely from our decisions. The Bible study that the Spirit of God gave me is called the cure. That's not a cliche. The cure is a Bible study that highlights the fact that the Word of God is the cure for every situation. Typically, we go to the doctors to get prescriptions. We go to pharmacists to get our prescription filled. But the Word of God is the ultimate cure, although he uses doctors and physicians and all this. But the Word of God is the cure. And if we will take out a portion of our time to get in the Word, we will see in the Word of God, where we can win in any situation. But we have to take our time. We'll take our time to go out to eat with our boyfriends. We'll take our time to watch movies for two hours. We'll take our time to talk on the phone for three hours saying, I love you. You hang up the phone. No, you hang up the phone. No, you hang up the phone. We'll do all of that, (laughs) right? But all I'm asking you to do is take 15 minutes. I'm not even asking for 30. Take 15 minutes. Wipe the dust off of your Bible and open up the Word. Open up the word. If you don't know where to turn to, I say, oh, turn to the Gospels. Better yet, turn to John. Turn, turn to John and learn the life of Jesus. And so my thing is this right here, and I want to say this before I pray, Miles, unless you have another question. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, the word of God says, in God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? And God, have I put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Also what the word says in Isaiah 43 and 18, it says, remember not the former things. Because, see, you, maybe you was in the bed with somebody last night. But don't condemn yourself. Because God is not a God of condemnation. Uh, uh, condemnation. He is a God of forgiveness. Yes. Right? Because the word says that he will forgive you and cleanse you. But he says, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old, for I am doing a new thing. So that means that whatever happened in your life just one second ago, he said, don't even think about it. Don't even wow. allow don't even allow the devil to condemn you and say, You know what, you slept with that guy last night, you know what, you was on the phone with that married man last night, you know what you don't even allow that fool to condemn you. Because the word of God says in first John one and nine, he said, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness. So if when so when that enemy starts planting those seeds in your mind, you tell him, Get thee behind me. I cast them thoughts down. You know why? Because God has forgiven me, and I will not hold that over my head. So I just admonish anyone on the line today, anything that just happened one second ago, not one minute, not one hour, not even one day ago, whatever happened in your life that did not line up to the word of God, the word of God says, don't even remember it. Better yet, don't even consider it. He said, because I am doing a new thing. And he said, now it shall spring forth. Miles, can you answer a question for me? Miles. Yes, yes. Can, can you answer a question for me? Yes, yes, I can. The, the word of God says, now it shall spring forth. When is now? 
now. It, it, it's right now, right? Right now, yeah. Okay, right. so he said he's... Right now, right now. It's, it's right now, right? Okay, so he is doing a new thing, <laughs> and, and now it shall spring forth. Now, and I'm going to leave everyone with this, and then I'm going to be, enter into a posture of prayer. Write this down, everyone. Success begins with agreeing with God. Success begins with agreeing with God. If God says that you're made in his image, then agree with him. If God said that you have dominion and you are an ambassador, then agree with them. If God said you commit your works and trust me, I will bring it to pass, then agree with him. Success begins with agreeing with God. Now, right now, I want to enter in in a posture of prayer. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we come before you just blessing your holy name, thanking you, Father God, for your goodness, thanking you for your mercy, and thanking you for your grace. Father God, just like you cleansed me and washed me and strengthened me, Father God, I ask you right now, any soul on this line, be it female or male, I ask you to cleanse and wash us from all unrighteousness. Father God, you said in your word, Father God, you will lead us and direct us in a way we should go. Father God, I ask right now that you will direct and lead your young women. Cause them to rise up in their mind. Cause them to, to walk in the dominion and authority that you have delegated to them now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of truth, and I ask you to bring back to their remembrance the word of God, encourage them, comfort them, strengthen them, and just remind them of who they are any time the enemy tried to sneak in. Father God, in the name of Jesus, your word says that we have the power to decree a thing, and it shall be established. Right now, I come against the spirit of low self-esteem. I come against the spirit of rejection. I come against every foul and demonic spirit in the name of Jesus and I loose the spirit of confidence. I loose the spirit of boldness. I loose the spirit of holiness right now in the name of Jesus. I bind the spirit of pride, and I loose the spirit of humility in the name of Jesus. Father God, I decree and declare that your women of God will never be the same. I pray that they catch a revelation because a revelation cannot be told. It can only be caught, and I thank you in the name of Jesus that they have caught a revelation, and and because they have done so, it is manifesting in their lives. I thank you, Father God, that everything that was spoken through Miles Miller, Father God, and myself, I pray that they code it. I decree and declare that they are anointed to hear, receive, and do. And as a result, they ascend in new realms and access new dimensions of divine revelation. Father God, we bless you on today, and we thank you for hearing us and doing your word in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. 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 Marie, I, 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 I'm just sitting here again just just wow! Like this, this is something that I know people need to hear, and even to add to that, I'm I'm going to say this. I'm going to decree and declare that anybody that that hears my voice, whether it be live, whether it be on the phone call, whether it be on the podcast, anybody that hears my voice, I am decreeing and declaring. I am speaking this out that I care about your future and your destiny so much that I don't want to see you perish. I don't want to see your future. Never manifest. I want to see you be live the championship standard of living that I'm, I'm, I'm so working hard to, to present to you. So I want to, I'm decreeing and declaring anything that's unlike God, anything that's coming to destroy your destiny, that you awaken, that you arise, 
that you become alert, that you become aware. And those things that, that you can't be that you're not aware to that let them dissolve. Anything that, that that is unlike God in your life, let it dissolve. I, I decree and declare that it dissolves now. That you shall go forth in your destiny unfettered. That you shall go forth in your destiny unfettered by anything, any trick, any snare, any any trap that's been set for you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree, I decree and declare it over everybody in this audience. Everybody who hears it, everybody who ever hears this podcast, I decree and declare it over your life. Because I care about you that much. Marie, I, 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 let, the show, I, I, I let the show go over a little bit longer, but I, I want to uh, do this. I want you to let the people know where they can find you and, okay. and give them more information about what it, what it is you do, uh, the, the dynamic ministry you have over there in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Well, they can um, find me. I'm, I'm also on Blog Talk Radio. They can go to www.thewordisthecure.com. Dot info. That's I N F O. The word is the cure. Dot info. They can always email me at the cure. Dot God's word at gmail. Dot com. The cure. Dot God's word at gmail. Dot com. And Miles, it's just my my um, purpose and mission to just remind people that in spite of who God uses on this earth in the in the natural realm, as far as human beings are concerned, we must never forget that the word of God is the root. It is the final, it is our final authority, and it is our cure for every situation, no mm-hmm. matter how bad we think it is. Wow. 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 I, I'm, you, I don't know what to say. I, I'm sitting here. I'm absolutely. You, you've got some dynamic stuff here. Amen. So, uh, Marie, yeah. one last thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, even in addition to the prayer, even in addition to we just the things we just said, just give give them one closing word. Give give somebody out there something. One last person that, that may have not gotten covered tonight by something that we said. Okay. Give, give, them some, give them a parting word of encouragement. The parting word is this right here. Stand up in your thinking. Stand up in your thinking. Like it says, young lady or wise, I'm saying stand up in your thinking because everything we do begins in our minds. It transfers from our heart to our minds, and then we react to what we think. But if we elevate our way of thinking, then it will cause us not to succumb to, you know, all this mess, this low self-esteem, this a mediocre mediocrity mindset, this apathy spirit of I don't care what happens to me, but it will cause you not to compromise. It will cause you to rise higher. One of my favorite um, um, women in the Bible, Miles, is Ruth. Right. I mean, she's one of my favorite women in the Bible, but here's the thing. As a woman and as a woman of God, I admonish you 
to not compromise. I admonish you to walk in the royalty that God has called you and ordained you to walk in. If a man cannot treat you like royalty, he does not deserve one second of your time. And once you realize that, you will not deal with foolishness and your time will not be hindered and stolen and your destiny and purpose will not be delayed. And so I just I just encourage individuals to get into the word mouth and just, you know, get into fellowship. Not only that, get into a good word-based ministry. Get into, you know, get into someone that can speak into your life. A lot of times we're defeated, Miles, because we don't have a covering. We don't have anyone that can speak to us. You know, we're just trying to do this thing by ourselves. Get into a strong word-based ministry. And I know you're in Atlanta. I know here in Birmingham I sit under the, 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 the shepherdship of Pastor Michael D. Moore that can Get, you know, we got a ton of CDs and, and different things to help uh, in this particular area. Uh, one series is called Crucify, Crucify the Flesh. And they can go to www.worddome.org, worddome.org, and, um, and, and find out more information about that particular product. But, Miles, in Atlanta, Georgia, I don't know what ministry you would recommend, but I know I've been to uh, – um, go ahead. I would say um, – I personally, uh, 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 I'm at Great Faith Ministries International, uh, where we have churches in Detroit and Atlanta. Uh, personally, sent underneath uh, Pastor Ginaldo Lee, and we're absolutely actually celebrating his uh, his Shepherd's Day tomorrow. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm actually wonderful. doing the we're actually doing the broadcast today from from Great Faith Ministries Atlanta today. Wonderful, and wonderful. In honor of of my pastor, um, uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson uh, is, is the founder. And he's actually he's actually here this weekend. We're, we're having a great celebration. It would be a great thing if you were in the Atlanta area to come out tomorrow, 1600 yeah. Agape Way in Decatur, Georgia. Mm. Repeat that again because you said it kind of fast. <laughs> that, that is uh, 1600 Agape Way uh, down the street from TBN's uh, Atlanta Chapel. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, 1600 Agape Way in Decatur, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Two, 285 and Covington Highway. If you're in Decatur, you know where it's at. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. We need the word. If we're going to win, we cannot win apart from the word. We will not win apart from the word. Do you hear me, Miles? That's true. It says that in the word. In John, the chapter that I encourage everyone to read in John, Jesus said, no one, you can do nothing apart from me because I'm the vine and you are the branch. And the branch can't bear fruit apart from the vine. That's in the word. Oh, I pray we get a revelation. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, Maria, it's been an absolute honor to have you here tonight. It's been an absolute honor to have you here tonight. You don't realize how 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 much of a a big deal this is to me because I I feel like in doing these shows now it's not about me. I feel like God really wants some wants the story to be told through the guests that He He allows me to connect with. Mm-hmm. I was telling my other guests who actually just got was able to get back in the line. Um, earlier today that I don't want to just interact with people. I want to connect to people. I want to connect to dynamic people. And, and the people I'm bringing on the show are dynamic people. They're people who can change people's lives. They are power players. They are people who, if you listen to what they're saying, you'll pick up something that will absolutely revolutionize your life. That's right. That's so, Marie, we thank you. And, you, you know, you have our constant support. You have my constant support. Whatever it is I can do to help you, please let me know. If I, if I can do it, I'll do it. Thank you, Miles. I thank you. It was an honor. Yes, ma'am. And we'll, we'll be in touch. Okay.
Wow, that's, this, this has just been a dynamic show, people. This has been an absolutely dynamic show. Um, one thing I want to say before I go to, to our, our, our next guest is that this show is probably not going to be available on Blog Talk Radio. And the reason why is that I'm going to download this, this show tonight when it's available, and I'm going to edit this show because I, I don't like what happened earlier in the show, and I want to make sure that this, this, show, is, is, uh, this show is going to be heard but I'm not. It's, it probably won't be available on Blog Talk on the Blog Talk site. So if you hear this show, if you're looking for this show, I will make sure this show is available on my on my blogs and on my um, on my web on my uh, website. But this show is going to be taken down tonight and re-edited because I, it has to be uh, it has to live up to a championship standard. And, and, and the beginning of the show did not. So I want to make sure that everything is in order so that when you hear this show that the power can go forth, but it also in the same sense that, you know, it, it sounds good. So we want to, um, I want to let you know that now. And we have a guest who's coming on the show now. She is, um, how much, I, I don't have all the words to describe her because I, I run out of words because I, my, my vocabulary is not that fast. <laughs> I, I know, and I know a lot of words, please, please believe it. Um, she's a dynamic young lady. I've had the, the pleasure of, of meeting her. Uh, and talking to her, and she has a lot of interesting things to say about life. She's a, a fashion model here in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, she's getting ready to take the world by storm. Without a shadow of a doubt, I'd like to introduce to the show Miss Cameron Smith. So, Cameron, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm phenomenal. I am phenomenal. It's an absolute honor to have you on the show, and I'm glad you were able to make it back on. Yeah, so am I. Cameron, we talked earlier, and I was telling you about some of the things that I I wanted to discuss with you. Uh, One of the things I wanted to discuss with you is what did it take for you to become a model? What, what, What was the process that it took for you to become a model? I think that, that that will share insight on, on people arriving to their promise. Well, what really inspired me to be a model, like I said, I told you earlier on the phone, is, you know, with people telling me that I do have potential and goal and everything that I do with my looks and my pictures. And my mom, you know, she was the really big inspired to me to become one. Okay. So that, that means that it, it doesn't matter – the people that are around you. Right. Um, friends and family, they just, you know, tell me every day um, what I got to do, how I got to do it, and taking modeling classes and, you know, getting myself out there. It's, you know, it's been a blessing. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and that that also is a a note to what we were talking about earlier with the lesson, uh, Eight Keys to Arise to Your Promise. Um, in having wise counsel and having people around you who, who supported you, do you think if you had had more people around you that didn't support you, would it have been harder to do what you're doing? Yeah, it, it really would have. I would have maybe like taken a second thought about, like, no, I shouldn't become a model because all the negatives and people out here that just want to keep you down on the ground, but, you know, talking to my mom really helped me get through it a lot. So. Wow. 
that, that's good. My mother is the same way. She actually, before I moved uh, from Detroit to Atlanta, she gave me this wristband. I still wear it every day. It's a, uh, one of those rubber wristbands. It says, reach your goals. Every time I look at it, I think about, you know, my mother was one of the only people that was okay with me leaving the nest to come <laughs> and, and follow what, what God had for me. Um, so that's dynamic stuff. Uh, Cameron, tell people more about the the things that keep you motivated to to stay on the pursuit of your dreams. Well, like I said, the one thing that always keeps me motivated, of course, is my family. You know, I want to do better in life so that way they can have a better life also, as I can, as I um, become real successful with it. Um, oh, they're my friends and I don't like to call them fans, but, you know, people who like me a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. So, that's pretty it. So, tell, tell us this. I, I'm a big, firm believer that if you're passionate about something, that it can, yeah, it can give you the energy to, to continue to move forward through, to – Regardless of anything you may may encounter, any obstacle you may encounter, what obstacles have you encountered that your passion can, to be good at what it is you're doing, to be great at what it is you're doing, has has kept you moving forward? Wow, my passion. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like kind of a hard question because you know, with my passion going on with everybody, and I just want to be successful. Successful, excuse me with my modeling that I wanted to do. So, gotta get out there. You gotta get out there and try. Right. No matter what people say. <laughs> right. You gotta keep going at it, so. Right, right. I, I totally understand. I'm I'm in the same way. I I actually, for most of, for the earlier parts of my life, a lot of times I did things because people said I couldn't do it. So I just, I'm, right. I'm, I'm stubborn. When I believe that I can do it, you gotta fight on your hands. If you tell me I can't do it, and you want to sit there and tell me I can't do it, I'm, I'm getting ready to embarrass you. So, I, you know, I, I, that was one of my passions. So I, I know that when people hear, hear this coming from yourself, that it, it, you know, it, means, it means a lot. And because it meant something to me to hear you say it because it just reminded me, you know, I really want to be good at what it is I do. And if somebody tells me I can't do it, then you got to fight on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, um, I had a lot of people telling me, oh, you know, you can't model either because my weight wasn't a certain size or my hair wasn't a certain look or just something negative. And I just think of my hair like, you know what, I'm going to show you better than I can say. Right, 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 right. So how do you keep yourself on? Do you you encourage yourself by, by like, affirmations, things like that, quotes? Yeah. I have one quote that I look on all the time. It's one of my favorite ones. Is um, you know, don't chase your dream. Well, chase. Well, excuse me. I said it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't chase the paper. Chase the dream. I'm not hungry. I'm not giving up on my dream. So right. that's one of my biggest quotes that I got. Right, and I remember seeing that on Twitter. I was like, wow, that. I think I retweeted several times. Like, you know, that's that's yeah. <laughs> that's not tough. You know, a lot of people they don't really um, a lot of people get caught up in, in in money, but the pursuit of money, you know, 
a lot of times it dampens the dream. It dampens the dreamer. You have to allow yourself. You know, that's, and that's why I talk about passion. You know, passion will get you moving in the direction of your dreams even when the money's not there yet. Exactly. A lot of people miss that because they, they're looking for a big payday today. And, and it, it may not be there today. But if you get better at what it is you're doing, like, for instance, with this radio show, I don't get paid to do this show. This is a labor of love for me, but I know that this is something that God has placed in, in, inside of me to do, and I'm, I'm going to do it better than anybody else could do it. And I'm, and I'm going to teach people along the way how to do it. And guess what? One day, you know, it will lead me to something bigger and better. But until that day, I'm still enjoying the fact that I love doing this. I love inspiring people to be who they've been called to be. And I like, like, I really see that in yourself. I see that with your, with your career, you, you really try to help people. You really try to, you know, give people the courage to do what they're supposed to do, just by, just by the way you, you handle yourself on the, on, in the pictures. I see, like I said, I've seen some of your, um, your photos. And yeah. the energy you give off is, is dynamic. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm confident in who I am. Whether you, what, no matter what you have to say, I'm confident in who I am. And that means something. Yeah. That means something. <laughs> so, Cameron, I'm not going to keep you long, I, I, but I, I do want you to do this. I want you to tell the people where they can find you. And I also want you to tell the people an encouraging word to keep them motivated towards their dreams. Okay, well, you guys can find me on Twitter.com at SexyCamera. That's S-E-X-Y-K-A-M-R-Y-N. Facebook, just type in the word Cameron Michelle. Uh, some people don't know how to spell it all together, so. <laughs> K-A-M-R-Y-N-N-E-C-H-E. L L E. My words to everybody, you know, if you got a dream out there, don't let no one keep you down. Keep going for it. Somebody say, Hey, you're not gonna make it, look at them and laugh and be like, I am gonna make it because I am somebody. So Wow. Wow, that that's that's dy- that's dynamite. That is dynamite, young lady. Look <laughs> 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 like a tip. Any way I can, I told you earlier. Any way I can be of assistance to help you get, you know, to where it is you need to go. If I can do it, I will do it. And I want you to to know that I'm, I'm sincere about that. If if I can help you, I will. Thank you. And and Cameron, I will be in touch with you. But I, I so appreciate you for you know stopping by and coming on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and we will do this. We're gonna do this again. I want. In fact, this is what I want you to do. The next time you have a big shoot coming up or a big uh, release, uh, just let me let me know and we'll we'll come on the show and we'll, we'll let you talk about it. Okay. That would be wonderful. So look forward to it. All righty, Miles. All right, you have a great night. You too. Well, people, I'll, I'll let the show go over close to two hours. I've never done this before. Um, there's one caller on the line that I want to uh, allow to about four or five minutes to say some dynamic stuff. Um, again, this this person is no stranger to creating a championship standard living. Um, and he has a dynamic show coming up this Thursday. Um, without further ado, I'd like to – I know he doesn't know this is getting ready to happen, but I want to bring on the line Mr. J.L. Godfrey. J.L., are you there? 
Hey, Miles, how you doing? Everything's great, sir. I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Great stuff tonight, man. Great, great stuff. Thank you. Thank you. I, I tried. Uh, it, it was it was a challenge tonight because I don't, you know, the, the issues I was having earlier in the show, but I really appreciate you for staying on and, and, and being here all the way through it. Oh, man, no problem. I, um, excuse me. Um, you, you know, I'm one of your biggest fans, so I'm, I'm <laughs> there with you and begin to intercede for you and just to make sure everything I, I so, went well. I appreciate you know, it. It's, it's, you know, problems like that happen, I think, just to make us, you know, because we get kind of sometimes lackadaisical or, mm-hmm. you know, even some of the best coaches need to have, you know, some kind of tribulation to make sure that they're keeping their pencils sharpened. So right. Well, right. All, this, yeah. all this was is just something, you know, to, to test what you say. Right. You know, it's one thing that, you know, to tell people you have a, you know, a, you're a champion and things like that. But what happened tonight is to show, you show people how to persevere like a champion. Yes, <laughs> you know, and so yes, you you didn't see problems. You've seen opportunity, opportunities and possibilities. So I love it, man. Great stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Jay, I'll tell the people about um, your show coming up on Thursday night. <laughs> man, Miles, <laughs> you know, we have an exciting, exciting show. Uh, Mr. Les Brown, he is the great motivator, the great communicator. He is my uh, mentor, someone I look to as I begin to step into this public speaking uh, arena. And we're going to be sharing with him, and he's going to be talking about how to mount a fourth quarter comeback. Because, you know, we're doing this whole fourth quarter comeback movement. Yes, sir. We partnered together, we partnered together on it. And so uh, this Thursday will be the conclusion of my all, my month-long series, the fourth quarter comeback, with none other than the great Les Brown at 630 Central right here on Blog Talk. You can check it out by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash make it happen radio. And what's even more exciting is that I will be releasing my debut book on that day, Living an Uncommon Life, the five wow. years from good to great. So that's absolutely fantastic to have Mr. Brown and my book released all on the same day. It wasn't planned. God just orchestrated it. <laughs> it just turned out. I understand it. Some stuff just works together like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Wow, man! I'm just, I'm again, man. I'm, I'm excited about what's, what's going on over there in uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, man. You got some cooking over there, and um, I'm smelling all the way down here in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you you gave me the recipe, so I just followed the recipe that you gave me. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's, it's, it's absolute. Again, it's an honor, man, to to be able to to do something that helps somebody. You know, a lot of people they open their mouths to to, to talk. And when they open their mouth, what comes out really is, is it, it should just keep their mouth shut. Right, right, right. And I want to be able to be one of those people that when I open my mouth, something good comes out, and you can use it, and, and it can it can prosper you. I want to be blessed to be a blessing, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's it's amazing that you say that because see, Miles, every, everyone has a story, you know. And what what's happening with creating a championship standard of living and make it happen radio. God has used the, the things that we went through in our past and even in our present to help people. And that's what right. you did here. What, you, what you're sharing with people, and, and I love the, the steps that you shared er, earlier, they were God-inspired, but he took some of your experiences and said, hey, this is what that particular moment was about. This is what that particular moment right. was about. You know, I think about um, I, I've been studying cows, and it's, it's interesting because I was driving <laughs> down the street, and I seen some cows, and they're always eating. I've never seen a cow just sitting there chilling out. You know, 
and right. they're always eating. And then even in the wintertime, you see cows, and they're, they're, if they're not eating, they're chewing like they're, they're eating something. And so in my studies, I found out that what they do, they chew on what's called the cud. And what the cud okay. is, they eat food, and as it gets cold outside, they begin to regurgitate the stuff that they already ate. And that's what's happening with us, is God takes the, the situations of our lives and brings them back to our remembrance. And so we regurgitate wow. those things and begin to chew on them, and that's how we begin to have this creating a championship standard of living or make it happen radio, because we're beginning, we're beginning to regurgitate all those things that's happened in our lives and being, being able to share with people. So it's amazing, Miles. I'm so excited. You got me on fire here. Wow, you, you know that's that's dynamic stuff right there, man. I didn't even think about that because <laughs> you know I don't see cows that much here in Atlanta, but <laughs> so. yeah. Well, but I man, just curious, I was just curious because I see I see them, you know, um, on, on my way to uh, pick my kids up from school. They live, I mean, you know, in the particular area that the school is is kind of in a rural area, and I see them, and I said, man, you know, what's going on with this? And I begin to study them. And it was amazing how they, you know, they regurgitate the things that they ate during the summer and the spring. Wow. And so when the fall comes, they, they regurgitate it and they bring it back up. And so, you know, <laughs> so they can continue to eat. It's an absolutely <laughs> amazing analogy. This <laughs> faith comes by here. And it, 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 it's like this. When you get into a battle, you can't always go and get something right away. you got to be able to, hope, you know, call on what you got in you already. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's just like going to the deep freeze and pulling out that stuff that you bought two or three months ago. <laughs> you, you know. Ah yes, this stink that I froze. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Well, Jay, tell the people give the people a word of encouragement. I I always end the show like that. Give the people a word of encouragement. Um, well, you know, my word of encouragement would be to people is that in this in this trying time that we're in and things are starting to turn, um, I find so many people trying to be someone other than themselves. And so what I would say to your listeners, especially, you know, with this whole women women's empowerment move, movement yes. that's doing, um, be yourself. I seen something the other day and it says <laughs> it said, If you be you, no one can tell you that you're doing it wrong. Wow. So, if these women out here, if they if they don't try to be the next Beyonce or if they don't try to be the next uh, Taffy Dollar or whoever they may try to be, if they just try to be themselves, no one can tell them that they're doing it wrong. And so what I encourage the women to go forth with is just be you. God has uniquely deposited something in you that makes you unlike anybody else. Your key to wealth, your key to peace, your key to success is deposited in you. And when you try to be something something other than who God deposited you, uh, who God made you to be, then you, you're 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 headed down a road that of unfulfillment, always looking for something when you have what you need on the inside of you. So if you just be you, no one can tell you that you're doing it wrong. Miles, if I tried to be you, as much you know as fantastic as you are, and and all this stuff, but if I tried to be you, somebody can come and tell me, hey JL, Miles speaks like this. Miles wears this type of color. He he goes the, and he eats this type of food. But if I just be JL, no one can tell me you're doing JL wrong because nobody knows how JL operates. And so that's what I would like to leave with your listeners. If you be you, no one can tell you that you're doing it wrong. Wow. Well, JL, actually, don't leave. There's a call on here. I want to see what this caller 
see if this is this something, something that we can both help this caller with. Caller, uh, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, caller. Yes, my name is Jim. I I, uh, I truly enjoy your program. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I would just like to know one question. Do you like yes. nigger chicken? To to nigger, 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 nigger. Wow. It's one every bunch, huh? <laughs> you, you, yeah. that, you know what? I, I love that, and I thank you for that call because you know why? That means that we're doing something popular. We're doing something right. We're going on the right path. Yeah, I mean, we're, go, we're going on the right path, baby. I, I, I thank him for that. The enemy, <laughs> the enemy shows up. Let me let me just tell you this: the enemy shows up on my show to, the whole day. The enemy's been showing up for me to step up and be who God's called me to be. I'm God's anointed. Now, I feel sorry for that person that just called because I'm God's anointed. You don't touch God's anointed. Exactly. See, you think you, you think you just de- de- destroyed something of mine. You just made me shine, baby. Thank you. I love you. I love you for that. Thank you so much. I, and I thank you for listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, it's, just, it's one of those things that if you don't have anything like that happening to you, you're not making an impact. You're not, you're not making an impact. So, wow, I mean, that's that amazing, is, man. Yeah, that's. I mean, but you know, that's just that's just the nature of how it is. And and again, I continue to tell you to step forth in the things that God called you to do. And it's just a, plow, a trick of the enemy to try to get you sidetracked off of the things that you're destined to do. So between the technical difficulties and uh, the last caller. <laughs> just stay on pace and stay on track to that thing that God has called you to do. I, you know, it's just it's perfect time. Right with what you were saying, Jay. I, I, you know, you you always are on time, man. I I thank you for that because, you know, there's a lot of people that's gonna hear this show, man, and they're gonna hear everything that happened. You know, what? I'm not gonna I'm gonna leave the show like it is. I'm not gonna touch it. I, this show needs to play the way it was because people need, just like you said, they need to see that you can get knocked down to the canvas, you can get hit, but you got to be able to roll off, you know, roll the punches. If you get if you get knocked down, get back up. If somebody somebody tries to throw a monkey wrench in the game, you you take the monkey wrench and you you know you tighten up some more bolts and then you throw it back out. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. So Jay, uh, I, I I I honestly thank you for what you're doing here, or uh, uh, for make it happen radio. I honestly I'm, I I see a lot of great things happening for you. Like I said, this is just the everything that's been going on recently with you is just like those samples at Kroger. With the toothpick inside them, it's just a sample, it's just, and that's only a small piece of the whole thing. So keep, you know, stay on your um, on your grind, man. You're doing something big here. Well, thanks, Miles. And uh, again, you know, you're my covenant brother. So anything that I can do for you to help advance your cause, just let me know. I'm here for you. Okay, and and, and Jay, same here, man. Like, don't don't hesitate to call you. You gonna call me anyway, so I'm, and I'm gonna call you. So <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and close the show out, Jay. And it's been an honor having you here for the, for these few minutes that you were here. Oh yeah, no problem. Take care, Miles. Have a blessed evening. Are oh, you too, sir? Well, people, uh, it comes to that time when in the show where I have to to acknowledge the, the the great things that have happened. I acknowledge first and foremost before going any further. I acknowledge the power and the might of God, His Holy Spirit. You know, every week I turn this whole this show to His Holy Spirit, and then I step aside and I let Him do what He does best. I let Him work through me, because if He doesn't give it to me, I don't have I won't I don't have anything to give you. 
And the, the fact that the enemy will show up lets you know that we're on the right path. My father has always taught me, you know, in playing football, that if you if if you're playing defense, if you're playing if you're if you're playing any position on the field, especially if you're a defender, and your first step forward, you don't feel any contact, you don't feel anybody trying to stop you. Either you just got sucked into a trap, or you about to get your knees knocked out. People don't run from what you've been called to do because you've experienced a little adversity. I acknowledge God and everything I do. I thank God, Holy Spirit. I thank Him for for showing up and showing out in this show today. And 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 without a shadow of a doubt, people, I, I acknowledge and I thank Marie Duff from Birmingham, Alabama, host of The Cure on Blog Talk Radio. I uh, thank uh, Cameron Smith for showing up uh, tonight and, and giving her uh, testimony, and we're going to hear a lot more about her in years to come. For Mr. J.L. Godfrey, uh, thank you uh, for, for the support you've given me um, in, through prayer, you know, just encouragement. You know, you, you don't understand sometimes how hearing your show keeps me inspired to keep going forward because sometimes I don't know if I can do it. But I thank you for, for encouraging me. Um, I want to thank uh, personally uh, my pastor, Pastor Jamaldo Lee, uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, my sister Karen Donald, uh, and everybody out there who listens to this show faithfully. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for downloading the show. Thank you for telling people about the show. Thank you that that you continue to come back because you don't have to. So without a shadow of a doubt, I want to I want to say to you, I appreciate you. I love you. I don't take you for granted. And keep coming back because we're gonna keep having good stuff for you. Uh, also on uh, Thursday, October 29th, I am doing the fourth quarter comeback show at 12 a.m. in the morning. So meet me at 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thursday morning. And with on that note, this is my mantra, this is my motto. Don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up, don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you. This is Miles W. Miller for Creating a Championship Standard Living, and I'll see you next week.